0: Oh, man. No, 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 they better be here. It wasn't locked.
1: Man, I don't wanna take these back home. Hello?
0: Is this Cleco Metal Retrieval? Hello? Oh, man, this place is empty. Hello? I have coins for Cleco.
1: They told me to bring him here. Hello? Is anybody there? Hello? I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm looking for Cleco.
0: Hello? I see change in your future. Oh, man, what are you?
1: (laughs) Папа!
0: And welcome to Adventures in New America, where every other week we bring you new tales from the tragic American after. This week, the third episode of Tetchy Terrorist Vampire Zombies in Space, which we have titled Habitual Rituals, will be coming to you in stereo, right after these words from our sponsors.
2: Witnesses at the scene are describing the crime
3: as gruesome.
0: Another day, another victim. When will the killing stop? Basher. Get ready for the new season of crime and terror. Basher, you're going too far. The district attorney's office isn't going far enough. Better watch yourself.
1: No good telling a dead man to rise
3: and shine.
0: A stitch in time saves nine. They run the can, heat through the white bread, and drink what's left. They call it Slappy Second Sterno.
3: How's your new partner working out, Basher?
0: Too soon to tell, too late to argue. All new crime and terrors beginning October 30th, only on UBS. Two weeks have passed since IA valiantly rescued Simon from an unseemly hostage situation. In the interlude, I.A. failed to get arrested three more times. And perhaps as a result of this failure, he's been stuck in bed watching police procedurals on streaming, collecting fun employment, and generally feeling terrible about himself. That old man over there says he saw the lady jump from the building. I.A. is depressed. You can tell from all the empty cup noodles stacked inside each other next to his bed. He's in a full 24-pack funk. The kids call it Julie Ruin Hazelstein. Lick it off your own eyeball and you're high enough to melt the sun. After two weeks of solitude, he is about to get a visitor. This will not make him less depressed, even though you might assume it would. (laughs) No, no. Getting high is easy. It's falling down. That's the problem. Balls. Serious? pretty toasty. I don't have a choice. You're wrong. You've
1: always been... Oh,
2: no. Hey, you half-breed. You're awake.
1: How did you find me, Simon?
2: I called in a favor from a G-man. Ain't that what friends do?
1: We're not friends.
2: Yes, we are. You just don't know it yet. I'm gonna come in now. Hey, let me in. No, you cannot. But why?
1: Because you're dangerous to be around, and I do not know you at all.
2: Well, tell me about yourself. I'm listening.
1: Me telling you about me is not me knowing you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sure. Oh, man. This is where you live? It's a dump. Junk everywhere. Empty cartons, overdue bills. Ooh, you getting evicted. Uh, Crushed soda cans, mountains of newspapers, and
1: (gasps) books. I wasn't expecting company. Ever? Why are you here?
2: Need a place to stay tonight?
1: No, absolutely not.
2: You got a shower or a tub? Stop, come, come... Wow, mm. you have much here? Oh. You ever see that show about people hoarding things? Like hoarders?
1: Yes, but it, you, you can't... You're a hoarder.
2: Look at this, junk.
1: It's not like rotting food or anything.
2: Is that your idea of gracious decor? Absence of rotting food?
1: Look, I wasn't expecting company.
0: I'm still not.
2: Hey! Where am I supposed to sleep? You're not supposed to. Don't go in there.
3: I fell in with a bad crowd after high school and thought I was going to become a vampire if I killed your only son, Freddy. And drank his blood. I was a fool, and I beg your forgiveness. Sorry about the murders. My brain says forgive you, but my heart says no, 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 no.
2: I will never forgive you. Damn, IA. This where you sleep? Amidst these empty pot noodle cups all up in your bed?
1: Please don't do this to me.
2: I know you're half white, but you gotta have some half-black sense up in this bitch! Turn this crap off! Gather yourself!
1: That's it. Get out! I want you out now, or...
2: (gasps) (gasps) What is it, IA? Is this your stomach? Is that where the cancer is?
1: I'm fine. It's distress.
2: Good thing I'm here to help you de-stress.
1: Yes, you are making me distress.
2: Excellent. Now, if you're okay, you attached to all this junk. What happens when you get affected?
1: With the cancer, that's the least of my problems. I'll just leave it all here.
2: Then why not get rid of it now?
1: Because then I would be the one moving it. Really.
2: That's enough of that. Look, buddy, I came here with a new plan to get the money you need for your cancer. But we got way more work ahead of us than that.
1: Everything is fine. I don't need help.
2: Hey, look at me when I talk to you. You matter to me. Don't roll your eyes. I'm serious. You matter to me, and to see you living like this makes me sad. You got a wall in the next room made out of rotten copies of the New York Times.
1: It's the village voice.
2: Doesn't matter if it's women's wear daily, damn it. I.A., I, can't you see that? Look around you. You see all this? It isn't because you've been busy or you let it go a week. This is who you are. Own it. You a hamster. (sighs) Look, I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm here to help. Let's start with this room. Pick up the pot noodles.
1: Okay. Hey, um, thanks.
2: Man, you got a lot of books here.
1: I know. I ran out of shelves, but I don't want to put them in boxes.
2: What's this one? Hmm. All marks go to heaven?
1: Uh, that's uh, one of my favorite writers, James Stark. I don't think it's his real name.
2: It's good, huh? I guess I'll read this one.
1: Wait, what about the stuff? Aren't you going to help me?
2: I am helping. I'm applying gentle pressure for you to complete the task while letting you reap the benefits of investing in your own labor.
1: You're not going to help, but you'll go when I'm Uh
2: done. Uh-huh. You want me to read to you? No. I didn't need to turn over the body to recognize those round hips with the perfect daisy girl gams. Oh, I ate this a dirty book. <laughs> Two days ago, she became my client. And sometime in the last four hours, she bought a ferry ticket to St. Peter's Gates.
3: It's a trip I wish she hadn't made. Sure. She was a good-looking doll with nice legs and a rump that'd make your mouth water 30 years down the road. But I was more upset over losing my $50 a day, plus expenses. I already got expenses. I checked her handbag to see if she had any ready cash. After all she owed me, she wasn't gonna miss it anyway. Nada. The contents of her handbag were disappointing. Just a lot of tissue paper and a cardboard cutout to help the purse keep form. This was a new purse. And not a nice one. I should have known better. When they play rich, they never got a dime. Whatever clients want you to know is a dodge. Hide your light under a bushel until you're ready to strike. Now I'm hanging out here unprotected. I'm a target. Who is that? Is there someone down there? Sounds like an old-timer. She's my client, and I can prove it. But does that make me any less suspicious, skulking around here with a corpse colder than last Christmas's cranberry dressing? I'd roll her in the water if she wouldn't float. Too late now. Stay right there, mister. This is a restricted area. Explain yourself. I'm a private dick, name a Bishop. This lady here is my client. Or was, until someone added too much iron to her blood. She's dead. Dead? Murdered. Call the police and ask for Captain Redding. And never mind waking up the old lady, it's too important. Whoa! Hey! Don't point that gun at me. How do I know you're not the murderer? And then as soon as I turn my back, that's when you get me. You're not in any danger. When you're right, you're right. But when you're wrong, oh baby. I knew he didn't want to shoot. But I wasn't sure his arthritic hands were on the same page. I stood there watching his paws shake when I heard the sounds of the gunshot and looked up just in time to see half his head fly off into Mission Bay. I turned and looked over my shoulder just in time to see another flash. I threw my body on the ground and looked up where the gunman had been, but was gone. I figured I should do the same. Thought about calling the cops. There's a limit to civic duty. And that line crosses just on this side of Bishop doing the lightning dance in the big chair.
1: Hey! Simon! Is it against the rules for you to help me take this trash downstairs?
2: Kind of. Can I borrow this book?
1: Can you help me with trash?
2: Why do you feel the need to attach strings to everything? (laughs) Oh, hey, man. I'll help you take the trash out. What you need is a hug. (gasps) How's this hug working out for you?
1: That's trash. You are the first person to visit me in years. Come on.
2: I'm here now. (laughs) Things can only get better. I got a plan. It'll be great.
1: Okay, I'm I'm glad you're here.
2: Me too. Warner, though, I sleep in the nude. What? We'll be back with more
0: Adventures in New America on the Night Vale Presents Network after these words from our sponsors. What you got in your lunchbox today, Ted? Tuna fish again. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Getting to where it's tuna fish every day. You should mix it up. Today I got Chateaubriand with Parker roll. How do you afford Chateaubriand with Parker Rolls in your lunchbox, Jim? We make the same money. We make the same money, but we use it differently. I've been removing my old change and sending it to Clico Metal Retrieval. They send me back up to three times its face value by weight. Tomorrow, I'm bringing lobster and (laughs) caviar. Clico Metal Retrieval. Clico Metal Retrieval. It just makes good sense. For more information, call us at KL56120
1: or write to CLECO, care of P.O. Box 247, Old New York, New York, 10038. Chicken fingers, chicken quesadillas, chicken Caesar, chicken club. You know what else is chicken? You. If you don't come over to the Ambrosia Diner at 200 Coffee Street in Red Hook, You want a falafel? We got it. You want spaghetti bolognese? We got it. You want a T-bone steak? You better believe. We got it. Plus, Miss Trixie has just made a bevy of beautiful cakes. Plus, plus, there's only five more weeks until we hold our raffle and someone wins the fabulous grand prize. If you can't make it to the diner, you can always buy your raffle tickets online at our website, AmbrosiaDiner.net. Come, lovers,
0: have it all at the Ambrosia Diner. Hello and welcome to act two of tonight's episode of Adventures in New America, titled Habitual Rituals. Simon Carr has infiltrated the lair of I.A. Olivier and is now sound asleep in his bed. In turn, I.A. is kept awake by unease over his future prospects. To kill time, he writes in his journal, intently focused on his small, crabbed lettering. Dear Journal there is no sure sign
1: I have lost all hope than I have not only let this strange girl in my home but also my bed. Devoid of any prurient interest, she insists on sleeping naked, which is what I would do if I was going to murder someone to make For easy cleanup after.
2: What you scribbling, Scribbler? Do you always sleep fully dressed in your street clothes? Yes. You that afraid of your body?
1: (sighs) I was 13, and one night decided to sleep naked because it was a new and exciting thing for me. But there was an electrical issue, and the house caught fire. And in in those last seconds, while everyone was trying to save the photos or whatever, I had to get dressed, and I didn't have time to save Putt-Putt. Putt-Putt? Our dog. Normally, Putt-Putt slept with me, but that night I caged it in the utility room because it kept putting its nose in my woohoo area. And uh, when we finally found him, the plastic of the cage fused into its skin.
2: And ever since that night, you sleep fully dressed in case of another fire?
1: In case anything happens.
2: Wow. Was Putt-Putt a boy dog or a girl dog?
1: Boy dog. Go to sleep.
2: But what kind of dog was he? Was he a Corgi?
1: He was an everything dog. He was an imaginary dog. I just sleep in my clothes, okay? He was a Corgi.
2: <gasps> you made all that up? You are good. We are going to make so much money. I, hey, what should my imaginary dog be? A pit bull?
1: Please go to sleep. Good morning. I am Olivier. It is time to wake up. Good morning.
2: Mm. Morning yourself. What you doing?
1: Cleaning up, making room. If you're going to be staying here, it might be good if you had your own spot to sleep.
2: That's a good longer term idea.
1: And I'm sure everyone would feel more comfy if you would put on some clothes.
2: I am more comfy! Who's everyone? We friends! What I gotta do to break ya? I.A.? Wanna watch me take a crap? Would it be less awkward if we shared a girl? Ow! Why did you slap me? Cause we gotta seal this! I'm gonna kiss you, I.A. Just accept it, man. Here it comes.
1: No, please no. Get closer.
2: Uh Uh Ah. You received love and you didn't explode. I'm proud of you. We are going to get through this together, okay?
1: You are absolutely terrifying.
2: I knew that when you went to bed with your belt on.
1: Lights. We were presenting the program in Duluth and somebody asked me, they said, Mr. Olivier, don't you like girls? (laughs) I said, sure, I like girls and I could see what he was getting at, Simon's a handsome woman. But it just shows you the power of Simon Carr that I didn't even think about it that way until the Duluth guy brought it up. Hell, I barely got any sleep at all that evening. I wasn't sure if she was gifting me with a better understanding of myself or if she wouldn't stick a knife in my neck. That makes for an uneasy night. (laughs) But that night is also when we developed the third rule. Which is... Always know something they don't know. (laughs) Ha ha, ha ha, that's right. Always know something they don't know. It keeps them on their toes and keeps you in the game. It can be anything. It could be that you're gonna kill them in their sleep or that you're wearing pink panties. Just know what it is. So, we spent the whole day throwing away all the things I had gotten attached to. Mostly clutter, a lot of newspapers. We made it back upstairs just as the sun was going
0: down. Lights. Get a move on, Garcia. They're getting away. Did they teach you how to drive in the 11th precinct?
1: They taught me how
0: not to die in the 11th precinct.
2: You know, I I figured it out. If you have full cable, there's only three hours a week when Crime and Terror isn't on a channel you can catch. Sundays between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. I bet that's when I would really want to catch this show. Sundays between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m.
1: Uh, do you mind if we turn that off and put on some music? Your call. Thanks.
2: I'm proud of you. The way you tackled this today, isn't it nice to have a clean place to exist?
1: Ugh, this'll be the best moment. Ah, I'll light a candle, put on some Andy Iona on the photograph, and just be somewhere else.
2: Ain't that a trick.
1: He only had nine fingers.
2: Hey A.A., can you give me high? I doubt it. That's okay, I brought my own.
1: (sighs) What is that, marijuana? You wanna smoke that in here?
2: I want you to smoke it with me.
1: I have cancer.
2: Weed is good for cancer. This destroys cancer.
1: I don't think that's accurate.
2: I smoke it every day and I don't have cancer. (sighs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I just talk. I don't think anything about it.
1: It's okay.
2: Seriously, I can't believe it. It's
1: okay, really. I I don't know you very well, but I'm a little surprised you're apologizing.
2: (laughs) I'm surprised I caught it so soon. Come on, let's make up. Smoke these trees.
1: You smoke weed every day?
2: Like a hobbit.
1: That doesn't worry you?
2: Nah. what do you mean?
1: Well, it's just that's how these things happen. A little bit every day. I'm only seeing it because we just cleaned everything out, but... Every day, I'd bring home a newspaper or find some expired coupons or some books that I'd find on the sidewalk. And then, ever since I lost my job and my diagnosis, I'd just hold up in my bedroom pretending time isn't passing. But it is. You can measure it in pot noodles and plastic bottles, but it's still passing. Maybe I shouldn't have woke you up. Why don't you go today without smoking?
2: But I already did.
1: Well, tomorrow, starting now.
2: Starting now's tonight. Tomorrow's tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll think about it tomorrow if you give me today. It's not every day for you. For you, it's once in a lifetime. Just put your lips together and suck.
1: Yeah, it tastes good.
2: Taste is everything. No point in being high with something nasty in your mouth. That's why I stopped turning tricks. (coughs) Excuse me? Come on, Aie. Get over yourself. It's just a joke.
1: I don't think I've smoked since college.
2: I went to college. Humanities. Some of it was fun. Sitting around bullshitting about what life's about. Which god is most interesting? The Buddhist god. The Christian's desert god. The female devouring god of the island of Vanityt. Asking the big questions. Like, what is art?
1: Art is everything that's not good enough to be porn. (laughs) I feel funny.
2: Beat that. You just were funny.
1: (laughs) Glad I was good for something today.
2: That's the difference between me and you. You know the world's fucked up, but you blame yourself for not fitting in with the fucked upness.
1: And you blame the world.
2: I know finding something to blame isn't going to get me what I want.
1: I think I'm going to pass out.
2: Go with it, Ie. Into your void.
1: It's funny what time does. Never thought I'd get older. One day you look in the mirror and see your nose differently. It's ugly. Too large. Red from all the broken blood tubes. Shake your head, walk away, but every time then on, you see only your ugly, bloated, unnatural nose.
2: You're gone,
1: man. They cut open their legs
3: and stick the resin in there just to get high. Lady Morphine isn't a cruel mistress, but she demands your complete obedience. I will never forgive you.
2: I will never forgive you.
0: You know what they say. If you can make it here.
2: I never should have woke you up. You
0: know what?
1: Your nose was always ugly. <laughs> Just right now, you are paying attention. Try not to freak. You'll stop noticing again. I A.
2: you want me to love
1: you. I.A. It's kind of like sushi, but with kale and hot dogs and shit. I.A. Are you talking to me? We've been watching you for years.
0: We've tried communicating with you before, but you were resistant. Ah, that's so embarrassing. A time is coming when the power to banish evil to the outer darkness will be in your hands. This has been prophesied and confirmed. Uh, That sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) We did not choose you, and yet you are chosen. Who are you? The evil one will make you a promise when the clock chimes. That will be your chance. My chance to what? Wake up. My chance to
1: wake up? Wake
2: up! Wake up! Serena and Gertrude are here, it's time to tell you the plan. He's really out of it. Look at him with his shirt up and belly hanging out. Gross! Come on, IA, drink this.
1: Oh, wow. That was insane.
2: You are out of it.
1: Hello, Gertie, Gertrude.
2: Is he for real? doing this with him we can't wing it without him the brother is a walking rabbit's foot i wouldn't expect him to run do what what are we doing you didn't tell him i was waiting for you
1: would somebody please tell me
2: we're gonna rob city hall
0: friends We've reached the end of this week's Adventures in New America. Does IA really have a special purpose? Will Simon smoke weed tomorrow? Can they trust Serena and Gertrude? Adventures in New America was written and created by Stephen Winter and Tristan Cohen. This week's episode starred Paige Gilbert, Pernell Walker, Starley Kine, and the New America players. Mike Albo. Reggie Barnes, Becca Blackwell, Alex Berinsky, David Commander, Denise Dixon, Oren Farmer, Julian Fleischer, Joseph Limas, Aaron Markey, Mari Moriarty, David Schweitzer, Tanisha Thompson, Tony Torn, and Brian Webster. The music you heard in this week's episode was created by Wayne Barker, Caged Animals, and Andy Iona and his Islanders. Our sound designer and audio engineer was Vincent Cation, and our editor was Grant Stewart. This week, guests of Adventures in New America were treated to complimentary eyebrow threading by Plucky Duck of Baxter Street. You're in luck. It's Plucky Duck. Rounding out our team are Adam Cecil as Chief Marketing Officer, Associate Producer Ashland Hatch, Christy Gressman, Executive Producer. We'll be back after this word from our sponsors.
2: You are listening to the Night Vale Presents Network. We're going to rob City Hall, and I'll either be flushed or in jail getting my education. Either way, I'm getting away from Simon and his fat friend. What does she see in him anyway? Should I be jealous? Psych! Like I care.
0: Adventures in New America is a People's Exploitation Army Limited production.